Yo. Let's hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Can you hear me now? I hear you perfectly. All right. All right. All right. We good. We good. Listen, I had to call somebody and tell somebody this news without Let getting no backlash. Let me hear it. I just need a, a your boy congratulations on For what? So. Oh, my God. Don't tell me you have another kid, dude. I swear to God. Oh, no, dog. I'd keep that a little key. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, no, I would not be calling you with that excitement. I'd be like, dog. Word. Listen, I need some help. <laughs> Yo, word. Yo, Yo bro, the man boy, have to tell the boy has no debt. Oh, my God. Are you serious? It's all gone. Somebody screamed from a mountaintop. Somebody I swear the, fat, the fat ladies everywhere are singing, my dog. The fat ladies everywhere. Like, everything's over with, bro. You know what I'm saying? The world's dead, about to end. Not nothing official. Like, anything that goes go. to the credit bureau is. Zeroed out, my nigga. Dude, that is the first crucial aspect of the Dave Ramsey book I read about money management is getting the debt to zero. Dude, you're reading the Dave Ramsey. Damn it, I envy you, you motherfucker. You find I've already. Book. That's actually something I've already read in the past, man. That's actually a hard book copy that my papa gave me with instructions inside of it on how to maintain and develop a successful financial future. Oh, word. So you've been read that thing. Uh, Dave Ramsey comes on the radio all the time. Genius. Well, really, not even, dude. He just understands very simple things and sticks to it. He's got discipline. That's a discipline man. That's my problem. Yeah, money discipline. Now, I could, I, I'd be a good money person if I just had discipline and didn't care about the now. I'd be a great money person for anybody but my own money. <laughs> if it's somebody else, bro, I'm putting your ass on a strict. I coach you like a dime. You fucking slug, bro. You ain't never a hobo in this motherfucker. No cat, bro. But, no cat. And no, I'll be getting on my grandma's ass too, man. And it's like, sometimes I gotta chill it out. I'm like, that lady's whole 60 years old. Why am I giving her shit about not drinking water? Like, not even about money, but like, like how much water you drink today, man? Like, <laughs> she's getting shit, bro. <laughs> yeah, dude, Yo, dude, no, no. Let me make a point, though, dog. That's fantastic news. Like, I'm not so proud of you, dog. Thanks, bro. Thanks. That's a, hard, that's a fucking hard thing fucking to do. Mouth. Yeah, it's a hard thing to do to fucking pull out of debt, man, because it's such a trap, man. Like, you know what I mean? That should have just laid you down. If it was somebody else, like, man, if they just told you that that ain't your debt, that you owe that to somebody, then everybody would be a little more obligated to pay it off. But they all say, you know what, that's, I'll pay myself back later. <laughs> right, exactly. That's exactly how I looked at it. I was like, you know what? I'll pay it next week. This <laughs> <laughs> is the worst way to look at it, too. Right? Yeah, dude, but I got that bitch clear. Now all I got to do is submit all this shit because my credit, the credit bureau don't update as fast as I want to fucking try to get into this house. Right, right. So I got to fucking go and force the bank to, to send a proof letter to me saying that I did pay these motherfuckers and... And I was doing it slowly, man, because I would have built way more credit that way. But I'm just not, at, specifically, Allie is not patient enough. And I'd like to go ahead and just own a home before some other economy fucking bullshit happens. Right. So oh, if I can God. get in this motherfucker at a good process, you understand the idea. Like, man, just knowing what I know about the economy and interest rates and shit before this is such a big help. Right, yeah, I'm sure, dude. I mean, you got way more knowledge about that. They just try to fuck you, dude. Like, I even asked the guy, and then straight up lied. Like, I'm like, is that, a, is that a good interest rate? And he's like, oh, yeah, there's no balloon cards here, dude. Literally, the next interest rate was 50 times, 50%. Two folds over oh, better than that. Oh, my God. Damn, dude. Yeah, 
just lied to me in my face, dude. He said $11,000 down. I'll get you $115,000. No, or no, whatever the fuck it was. And I was like, $115,000? I was like, what do you want me to do? Buy a car? I was like, dude, nobody, nobody lives in a house worth that much unless it's a cardboard box with a shingle on it. I mean, he wasn't lying to me, dude. I could afford that, but he was jacking up the... Dude, I'm a first-time home buyer, and he was trying to jack up the interest rate. So let me tell you, the average interest rate... So first of all, so first of all, let's let's pull it back. An interest rate just means what you're going to end up paying total on the loan, right? So if you borrow a hundred bucks and your interest rate is ten percent, then you're going to end up paying back a hundred and ten bucks. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I already knew that. Yeah. So when you say, uh, "Let me get a house," and they say, "I'll give you a hundred and fifteen thousand for eleven percent or for nine percent," you're going to end up paying like two hundred thousand dollars for that. $115,000 house. Oh. It's like, dude, I'm not trying to pay double for what this house is worth. Like, if I try to get a truck and they, the the list price of the truck is twenty grand, and I refinance it with an interest rate, and I'm going to end up paying fifty grand for the truck by when it's all said and done. Exactly, yeah. But But my payments through time are going to be smaller. Yeah, it's going to be longer. Yeah, that's what that guy was trying to get. He was like, you know, 30-year fixed rate, your payments will never go up, but it's always going to be this, $1,100 for this ugly hat, for for no money, dude. I mean, that's no money, no money. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking I'm doing something wrong. I mean, I don't have a great credit score, but I don't have a terrible credit score, so I'm like, is that good? Da, 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 da. Asking the only guy I've ever talked to about mortgage, and he's just... It's money, man. It's money. They make a percentage off of every contract they make, like in, like an insurance agent. Bro, first time home buyer, bro, this is your offer. You should take it. You're not going to get it anywhere else. They they can say shit like that, bro. Right. That's yeah, crazy, that's man. Not illegal at all. That's not, I agree with that, man. That's it's just like, a sales guy, man. But, but whenever they're saying that this interest rate is a good one, though, and it's not, I feel like that should be illegal. Well, I mean, what's your definition of good? What if you want it oh, to be high? True. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, there's no legal term of good interest rate. It's just the average interest rate right now is 3.2%. Well, I guess that's what I'm getting at. So if, the, if, the, if, it's, if it's like double the average, it should be illegal to say. To even offer that, right? To even offer right. that. But, I mean, that's the bank's risk. Like, Caleb's never had a big... So you got to think about it. If you're going to the bank and you have no credit and you ask for a loan, they're going to tell you you need to get a small credit card before we can give you a $25,000 loan. Yeah, for sure. Well... The same thing I kind of brought to this home guy. They can't deny loans, really. They have to try to sell you a house in your in your range. And so he just basically said, with your credit history, I can offer you a fucking low, <laughs> a low loan for a very high interest rate. Basically, is what he told me. But that's just that that's just his company, though. So you call them thinking, oh, that's what I'm gonna get. You know, that's that's what the lender's offering me. But if you call the next bank, it could be totally different. That bank don't even care that you got a terrible credit score. All they care about is having a big down payment. Whereas other lenders are more worried about getting their money in the future, and other lenders are more worried about the fast signing of a contract because they get insurance. Like they all make money different ways, and they all have different routes of going about it. Like the government ones, like the USDA home loans or the FHA home loans are all okay. windy dindy man there's like three to four different no dude i'm not kidding around like i've been learning and i've been arguing with these people and they are <laughs> sick of me they are sick of me hey, though listen, that's, that's every process ever like think about anything wrestling 
And it's like, <laughs> you started, you got in there, you fucking talked your shit, you pissed them off, and then they loved you. Like, yeah, that's how it is, bro. You just got to conquer it all, man. <laughs> conquer it all. Nah, man, I'm, I'm proud of y'all, man. I can't wait to see y'all in a nice house, dude. I can't wait to fucking just dude, deliver it. Tell you, I've been trying to wait on it, but I actually have permission and got it, so it's a perfect time, really. Um, I told Nick that I was, was going to see you and talk to you a hundred times before you saw him again. And so they got a house in Fox Bank, man. Yeah? Yeah, man, they just got a nice house in Fox Bank. Oh, shit. Yeah, That's dude, where man, everybody wants right to move, now. bro. That's where everybody wants to move. I ain't trying to, I, I, I wouldn't mind, I mean, I used to live in Fox Ring, so I wouldn't mind living there, but there's a HOA fee that I refuse to pay, so, like, if Nick wants to build a shed or build a fence in his backyard, first of all, you got to go get it approved, which is going to be a multiple-month process. On top of that, you have to pay, you have to pay fees to get a fence, and you have to go get it approved by the city to build a shed, so I ain't trying to do all that. Also, you get fined for not cutting your grass at certain lengths, and... You have to wash your. You have to wash the outside of your house. Stuff that you know to keep the neighborhood looking nice. There's a big HOA fee. It's like two hundred and fifty dollars a month, or maybe maybe a year. I don't know. But on to, on top of your mortgage payment, I ain't having it. And Nick Nick ain't no cheap guy. His probably got a nice house with them. A nice mortgage payment. On top of that is insurance and escrow and fucking property taxes and HOA. Just to deal with some Karens that's wants to bitch at me about my window shutters? Fuck that. Right. Yeah, I mean, dude, that's a good point, man. But, I mean, it is also, they have the pool. It's like a nice area. It's the, yeah, it's a, it's a neighborhood. So Allie really wants to be there because of the kids, man. I don't want to be there because, because Allie's parents is two seconds down the road. Like, her mom lives in Fox Bank. And I want some, I want, I want some fucking distance. <laughs> yeah. Caleb's, I, I say that again. They gonna know your name real well if you move in next door, right? Yeah, I ain't trying to do that, man. Cause then I have to be over at their house every night for dinner or something, and I'll be helping them all the fucking time or something. Yeah, you'll be a part of it. I ain't trying to do that shit, man. I want my own space. Caleb's idea of what I want out of this money, bro. You want my house that I'm in now, my grandma's house. Yeah, just something. Yeah, basically, dude. I want two acres with a fucking modular, a nice modular home now. If I could get a brand new one, that'd be cool. If not, then I'll buy a house on some land like that. There's a couple, man, but they're all they're all pricey. I have to talk them down. The ones that I'm really interested in. Yeah. Yeah, that's anything in life, though, man. You know, fucking car, fucking house, fucking damn good shirt. You know what I mean? If if that's how stores work, I would fucking haggle every shirt I ever bought. Oh yeah, dude. That's something, man. That's it's just crazy to me that you don't. I don't know. Maybe that is just me as a kid that never like coming of age. My dad would make me call people, like my bank or my insurance stuff, and I never wanted to do that. It's always a haggle, this and that yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's also nerve wracking. Yeah, a little. Yeah, exactly. A little nerve wracking, especially when you're young and you don't really know you what you're talking what about. So he used to he used to make me do that and it was kind of weird. And then I would say something to him and say, "Okay, thank you." Hang up the phone and tell my dad what they said. My dad was like, "Well, why didn't you ask them this or why didn't you say no that?" And I'm like, "Dad, that's what they told me." And yeah, he no, he would get it across to me. He would get it across to me that those are people. That is not a machine. You can talk to that person, and if you were to go off the rip and call them an asshole, you would see them out of character. That is a person. You can talk to them. I was like, oh. 
So then, like, I just got on the phone yesterday and applied that same theory to this Wakefield Collections, one of my decks. It's for that fucking watch, bro. <laughs> fucking watch. I had to pay it. They got me, dog. <laughs> they got They got their fucking money. I would have fucking waited it out, but I need a house, so I had to pay it off. I would have waited the whole seven years until that motherfucker left me naturally. <laughs> oh, my God. Taylor, that is the worst fucking I've ever heard in my life. Oh, right, what a pride hitter right there, bro. Like, I, I ducked them boys so successfully, and I ended up g calling back to their ports like, knock, knock, I need to pay you. <laughs> they, don't even, they don't even call me anymore, dog. They gave up. They were like, fuck it, it's going to sit there for seven years. I called them like, yo, I'm trying to buy a house. I need to pay this. <laughs> and they're like, sure thing, Absolutely, anything will do. We'll take $2 to $204. It don't matter. <laughs> I settled that shit though. It was two hundred and four dollars, and I settled it for like a hundred and fifty. I told them I didn't have two hundred and to give them, and if they didn't pay it off with the hundred and fifty I had, then they wouldn't hear from me again. And guess what they did? He said, "Hold on, sir." Came right back. He said, "We can get you a twenty percent discount at one sixty-four." I said, "I got a hundred and fifty dollars. That's all I can spend." I was like, "If you can't take it and do anything for me with this hundred and fifty dollars, then I'm not gonna give you any of it. But if I don't see any action on my account with this hundred and fifty dollars, I am keeping it." Hold on, sir. Did the same shit, dog. I say took that Javon theory to the max, dog. He got back on. He said, "I do this for a living." Da 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 da. There's nothing else I can do for you. And I was like, "Look, man." I was like. First of all, I got to make sure I can have a statement that says that this is paid off. And he was like, we'll, we'll, we'll mail you one in 10 days. And I said, no, 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 no. I need a statement today as soon as I pay this off that says it's paid off. And he's like, sir, I do this for a living. I'm not, I'm not capable of doing that. The closest we can do is 10 days. I argued and argued. And he went and talked to his manager and come back and said, the closest we can, the, the fastest we can send it is Friday. Bitch, that's five days from now. That's half the time that you said you could do and argued with me about for 10 minutes. So they can move, man. That shit's aggravating as shit, bro. They can budge. They can do whatever. They don't, they just choose not to. But if you haggle with them. I never looked at it that way, dog. I am. I've just got a male voice. Like, they call me. Dog, they get on the phone. They say, hello, just to verify your information, please state your name. And they say, Karen. They go ahead and put the headphones on the manager. <laughs> <laughs> they go ahead and give it to the manager. But when some young white dude like Caleb answers, they're like, oh, we got this one. Don't worry about it. And I'm like, yo, I need the answer. Oh, fuck. I got to get the manager for a Caleb? <laughs> for a fucking lonely Caleb? If, if anybody with a C or a K, man. <laughs> okay, no, you're, K you're now Caleb with a K, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, no lie. Any Carl sounds like a bitch or two. <laughs> With a company, can you imagine a Carl at a bank, dog? He fucking hates the bank. Have you ever met a Carl with a K? Like, come on, play it. Like, oh, come on, you are the bro. fakest cool dude ever. <laughs> First the of all, Carl, I can never even think of Jimmy Neutron, dude. The one that's always like, my plane. <laughs> I know who you're talking about, but that's that, not the Carl that pops up in my head. I, I actually got a Carl at work. I wouldn't know a Carl. Oh, really? I wouldn't know a Carl if. There wasn't that one Carl at work, and he is... Oh, yeah, he spelled it with a K. He was a black kid, right? Yeah, 
Shout out that man. You know what? <laughs> hey, shout out. Man. Yeah, Carl with the K, man. I've I forgot about him. Me too, man. He's around. I feel like I seen a picture of him not too long ago, man. Wasn't he like a? He was really good. Oh yeah. By the way, anybody who doesn't know him has refused to join Facebook for years now. Why? I don't know. Ah oh, shit, bro. Explain, Caleb. Elaborate. It started started way back in seventh, sixth or seventh grade, when MySpace MySpace was that thing, bro. I did give in to MySpace. All right, I created my page. I had Kid Rock playing as soon as you got on there, and you could scroll through my pictures. It was me, like little six year old me, in my boxing gloves and stuff. You know, it was nice, bro. And then I tried to talked to some girl man i can't remember but she was like you should have me on facebook and i was oh. like facebook my mom and my i knew my mom had a facebook and so i said so i said uh facebook's for old people i said you need to get a myspace she said no everybody's getting on facebook now it's easier and i was like what whatever i i dude i want to say it was amber higgins or sam huey like I used to have the biggest crush on both of those girls for no reason, for no. No, I did, bro. I did crush on Sam, but we were too close oh, to yeah. friends, so like I had to be low key as a bitch. Oh, okay, yeah, because I remember y'all was Sam. Sam was crazy too. Though. I took Sam to eighth grade prom, prom and all. Sam ended up going off the rails with Austin Clewis, Yeah. You popular motherfucker, you. Oh, not not me. Yeah, man, you. Anyhow, bro, they said something about Facebook. I said, I ain't doing that. That's for old people, right? That was my whole original moral of not getting Facebook. Well, it ended up morphing into nothing but drama by the time high school and shit came around. There was no MySpace. It was only Facebook, and everybody knew everything on Facebook, bro. And I was like, good luck finding me. And then I found out the government tracks you off that thing, and I said, ooh, they're going to have to type in one more detail about me to find me. It ain't going to be as easy as Caleb Bird and my Facebook comes up. You're going to have to look at multiple sources. <laughs> now, I ain't saying I ain't online. I ain't, I ain't going to say that, but it's going to be a little harder than... We got a, we got a whole yeah, we've literally named out our closest allies, <laughs> our exact address, and where we're buying a house at. But no, but no, I don't have a Facebook. No, dog, I am not about letting my information out. But here's my social. <laughs> Yo, I. Shit off. Like a lot of pictures and a lot of like just my personal information. So you know, I'm here. Like I'm alive and on earth, but like that's almost all I want Facebook to tell them. Because right now you can look and see that I work Domino's, I work construction, I went back to Domino's, I work at the bar, and I work here. And I didn't even realize like that shit's right right there public. Like when you go to click on your profile. Yeah, dude. Imagine if somebody is really interested in you. How much can they take from all your pictures and all your comments and all your friends? And they can really learn a lot and guess you pretty good. Based off I your Facebook. Yeah, I mean, that's what. My dad and Lisa's marriage got rekindled on Facebook, man. Really? Well, not rekindled, but but like my dad and Lisa were childhood friends 
and moved away from each other and Lisa got married and my dad moved off and had me and all all kinds of crazy shit. They didn't talk to each other for a long time. Like they knew each other when they were eight years old and then Facebook, you know, recommended them be friends from being friends with other friends and then from that they started talking and uh she was she was in the as, as much as you might think that's like a good story, man, that's just like the world. Bro. I mean, everybody meets on there, yeah. Yeah, I guess so, man. Not to say it's not sweet, but it's not sweet for them, you know what I'm saying? Like, they got their own thing going on, but it's just more and more common today. It's like, I feel like more people meet and, you know what I'm saying, start talking online before they ever meet the person you ever know. Yeah. Dude, I got a natural love story, bro. Me and Allie dated in fifth grade. And she went on, yeah, she went on to date and have a kid, and she was a bad little thing that I only dreamed about and cut up with my buddy about, because we had both dated her back in fucking fifth grade or whatever. Yep, yep, yep. I and then, and then just, uh, popped up in front of me and said, yo, I'm a nut in that. No, dude, I do remember that night, man. Low key. Oh, see, man, I just have a girl at the time, bro. I was like, I was just fucking smoking, bro. You know what I'm saying? That first night. Dude, she was, man. I thought so, too. But then Caleb swooped in so fast, boy. No, Caleb did not. It was Nene who swooped in. No, no, Nene had the right, you know what I'm saying? Like, if there is even a thing, like, he did, so to speak. He did, and he blew it. I was waiting on that man to fail every day. Yo, fucking, I'd come back to this house, bro. It's been a week. What you got? Because <laughs> I'm about to move in. Oh, dude, it was such a threat, dude. Like, when we, like, I'm not a threat. Like, I'm going to beat you up or nothing. It's like, it's like, nay, nay, bro. Like, you got to live in the shop, my dog. Like, <laughs> <laughs> or I am going to execute, dog. I don't even know how it worked out. I respect for, mad respect for at least giving him that, though. I did the same for Devin. Uh, remember that girl, Brianna? Uh, I met at Bono Beach. Yeah. Remember that whole story? Yeah, I do remember, and you gave... So, you know what I'm saying? We're so many people, man. You know, you gotta, you know, if somebody's got this, man, let them, but usually... But just in the... If they're willing to tell you, like, they're talking to somebody, like, you know what I'm saying? I can't really... They, you, they, 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 I mean, they're probably planning on it with people. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it's only certain ways, but, like, obviously, it's like, I have a boyfriend, I can't talk to somebody this, then boom. You know what I'm saying? That's just how it goes, but... I feel like, you know, they're talking to you anyway, and it's like... I oh, can't. by the way... I got a boyfriend, like, oh... Well, you know, that's just going to be insane, like, just later on, bro. <laughs> yeah, I, I can already tell that you... That same exact situation, like, two of them that worked with me, and said, I got the number, and they started talking to me, and then they called me. And I'm like, oh, my God, these bitches, bro. Like, I, what is that, man? Do you think... Like, what is that for females? Because they got well, men... I'll tell you exactly what I think is, man. I was thinking about it, really. So, they, they, they get in relationships people just because they're afraid to be alone. You know what I'm saying? They don't really like that person like that. Like that. They might, they might be attracted to that, but... You know what I'm saying? Not really, really like that. And then they, then, and then they're coming across people as they're, as they're already in a relationship, they, they actually do. And fucking, you know what I'm saying? But like, it's not, it's not mischievous though. Like you think, like they just tell themselves that they like the guy, and they, they think that they truly like the guy until they meet a deal, and then they're like, oh man, I've been making a mistake. Yeah, okay, I would say it's definitely like that. It's not like they had the attention the whole time, but when they... Yeah, like, they're not dating this guy knowing that he's not the best, or, like, they, like they, they're all intentions is with the first guy. Right, right, yeah, 100%, man. You know what I'm saying? 
know, I'm not saying that they're, they're bad from the go, but they just don't understand what they're doing when you're when you date somebody so fast. Man. Well, I just don't, if you're in a happy relationship, right, where you're not looking for anything else and you're just trying to be friendly, I don't know why you would give your number out or anything. That's obviously a guy hitting on you. That's what I'm saying. So that so she is being mischievous. You, if you were in a happy relationship, like, I feel like if somebody asked Allie for her number, Allie would say, "I have a boyfriend." Or or at least say that before you give the number. Like if it if you're unaware of the dude's intentions, like if you think that it's a date or this guy's trying to get close to you, it's like you. First of all, I got a boyfriend. Second of all, you're gonna. Yeah, exactly. So, but, but, I mean, but if, if the conversation's friendly and it works, and then you know what I'm saying, a friend, then that's one thing. Because I can see why you want to text work phone about something that y'all do outside of work. You know what I'm saying? You can be friends, but like if it's any type of like, oh, what you doing this weekend? Let me get you on the Boom, shut it down. You know what I mean? Bro, I mean, if the if. Asking for your number isn't something that's going to be like a problem-solving situation. Like, if you're sitting there at work and you guys are working on something, you're like, you know what? I'll probably have to call you later if you'll just give me a number real quick. Something like that. That's cool. But if, like, you guys are friendly chalking it up, you don't normally talk at work. You're talking to her at work. And you go, hey, man, let me get your number. That's asking you for your number. Like, that's a that's a move. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I got your number. Like, that's a score. You're going to go tell your buddy, yo, I landed it. So these girls know what they're doing, man. They're not, and that's why, that's why, that's the point of my story is, why get into a relationship if you know you're not fully happy? Like, that girl obviously is looking before she even found anything else. I was saying, like, that that girl, before she ever knew you, was unhappy enough with her relationship to hand out her number. So th that's what I don't understand with women. They're mischievous in that way, dog. Like, if you are not happy currently and you think that you could do better, then just go and try better. Don't sit in this pool because this is the best you got. And, and that's the thing, man. I don't think they're just going to try to make the boyfriend break up with them. And see, I'm the opposite. I, like, anytime I ever wanted out of this shit, I would just, like, do things to make them break up with me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, so I can't say that I'm any better, but that's what it is, too. You know what I'm saying? Nobody wants to be the one to cut the, You know what I mean? Nobody wants to be the one to cut the string. Unless you're like, I don't know. There is something nice about that, though, if you really don't care about the person. But if you do, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Dude, it's been very rare that I've been the one that broke up. But when I did, it was just like it had to be done. And right. I mean, fucking, like, look, I just don't like you, and I'm fucking, I'm doing you a favor because that we're going to get too far into this lie. <laughs> right. I guess my thing is, man, like, I don't understand the confusion behind it, like, so it's like, you know what I'm saying? Everything's related to work, you know what I'm saying? At least, like, uh, it's hard to explain, I guess, man. It's like, if you, if you don't understand that you did all that, you know what I'm saying, there's a reason behind it, so like, why, why are you keeping on bullshit? Right. Uh, am, I, am I making sense? I don't feel like I am. No, no, you're making sense, man. I feel like you're touching the same, the same place I am, where it's like, if you're already going to have the ability to do that, like to separate yourself that much, and already then you need to not be with that guy. Yeah, you need, you don't need to be with that guy. You should have not been with that guy before you gave that number out. Exactly, okay. So, yeah, we hit, we hit it, man. We hit the point. Yeah, exactly, man. The women are just, I don't know, they, they'll they constantly look for better 
and if they can't find it, they'll settle. And rather than mm-hmm. than and putting like, themselves like, up. I feel like they settle early. Yeah, and then they're unhappy at 34. They're like, I married oh, this fucking loser. And a half. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're unhappy six months later. <laughs> that's, that's all. That's all fucking. You know, <laughs> that ain't the truest shit I ever heard, bro. They they happy at 18 and a half, nigga. Yeah, if y'all if you met, if you settle down at 18, you done had. 70 good arguments before that, dog, where she is already unhappy. Right. Dog, if you marrying a woman, she unhappy, dog. <laughs> <laughs> That's just, just know, dog, when you meet a chick on Tinder, that's the happiest she'll ever be, dog. Right there, that first date, hi, I'm Dalton. That's the happiest you'll ever see that girl from that moment on. She a downhill. No, it's 100% true, dog. I'm over here just geeking. I'm laughing. It is a joke, but at the same time, it ain't, man. Like, it's nothing. Why? It's a hard game, man, that men been toiling. And also, like, the, the ring and everything, the commitment, dude, it just traps people so hard that you really don't want to leave. Yo, them. let me tell you. really unhappy, you know what I mean? Yeah, man. Damn, it's a trap for real, dude. You're right. When you fight that. Who was the first person to be like, yo, I love you so much, I need to put it in paper? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of, what kind of no, nobody did that except for the government. When the, when the two married people said, we're together, we should get a benefit. And the government said, all right, we're going to have to start making license for these damn weddings. <laughs> yo, who, I'm just saying, like, who was the first people to, like... That's written history, man. If you go like on ad, like I've never thought about this, but just knowing off my experience, when I was doing the Ancestry.com, you could look at you know European records all the way back to the Middle Ages, and that's basically all it was was marriage documents and birth certificates. Like that's that's how they kept track of you. There was no real social security numbers, but they kept track of every John. <laughs> If you didn't have a kid, your name didn't get right, wrote down, really. But, I mean, your name's somewhere from your parents having you. Yeah. Unless you were born in some field, yeah. I mean, how many people didn't get documented from being born in a shack? <laughs> but, uh, what the hell was I about to say, man? There was something right before that. Oh, 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 man, that 15, that, that 12 rules of life, there's a part in there where he's describing man's ultimate problem, basically. And the very first conflict in the Bible, if you read if you read Genesis, the very first real conflict that like like conscious conflict that happens is when God yeah is when God comes back to the garden and he asks Adam where are you, and Adam says I'm here but I'm ashamed because I'm naked or whatever you know what I mean, and God says well who who the hell told you you were naked, bam here you get the ultimate male problem where the male blames the woman. Right, he says the woman gave me the apple, and then, you know, it, it sums up a man's, you know, life problems in one statement where it says the man blames the woman, and then he goes on to blame God for giving him the woman, and like that's the first conflict in the story, and that is the conflict that every man in every situation usually deals with. Man, it's just like God damn it, this woman, God damn it, you gave me this woman. <laughs> it's just, I don't know. It, it hit home, man, because...
Uh, that's what that guy was saying was, man, these these are stories that's passed down from so long ago that there's no minuscule detail in it. All the minuscule details have been forgotten about. Everything that's said in these stories means something, and it just uh, was going through through it left and right, you know, basically saying that these little tiny stories are mankind when they're talking about an individual. Well, not every story, but that one specifically, Adam is mankind, and you know, it's, it's explaining it in a way like, dude, I don't know, man, it made me feel less lonely because I was literally just dealing with Allie being bitchy about shit that she wants. Like, I'm doing shit she wants and bitching. And it's just like, damn, every man deals with this shit, bro, <laughs> even from the beginning of time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I understand, man. I mean, see, you know, you know, I've had my child, bro, too. I'm right down the same alley, man. I think you got to have them, but it's frustrating, man. Yeah, they push it, man. That's a good way to put it, though. Like, you know what I mean? Like, she did it, She made me do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, dude, another part was he he said you got to give credit to women because if it wasn't for women, we would be apes and slobs still. So because of women and their potential to reject men makes men strive to do better. So 50% of men get rejected by this woman, right? So when she encounters three men in her life, she's going to turn more than likely all three of them down and uh, wait and wait for something better and that makes every man face rejection and then go try to better himself so without women we would never build any any better huts without women we would never try to make ourselves covered with better jewelry or better linens without women we would never strive to have future food for kids without women we would never try to be better and it's like because of the the rejection of women and our strive to plant our seed the human race has progressed faster than any other species. Almost every other species is controlled by a male dominant except for the most successful species. Right. The ones that have women that rule the, the, the mating uh, are very, very civilized, dominant, uh, hierarchy type uh, societies like lions and pack animals and shit like that. Okay. It's like they're, they're, they're successful successful species, man, that have been around for a long time, like alligators and shit. It's all on the women to choose their mate. Right. Oh. That's interesting. I didn't know that at all. Dude, that book, that 12 life, the 12 rules of life book, the actual rules of life are, are important, but they're so minuscule as far as him explaining so many different processes and how the world is so similar. Like, you look at a soda can and you look at a car and there's so much alike in it and the processes and how it goes about it, how you think is so similar to the next part. Like, just the world is is very, I don't know, man. He, like, breaks it down and makes it, makes it understandable. Like, you're not overwhelmed. Like, I'm not sitting here thinking that housing and stuff is just too hard for me to understand. I'm not thinking that any job is just too much for me. Caleb's not good enough. Reading this book, it's like, dude, every process is pretty simple, basic, and it just takes some time for an individual to learn. And... I don't know, well, man. Especially if you have the right trainer, man. I can hands-on learn how to do nuclear reactor work, but the problem is... So you can hands-on learn how to do anything. Anything. Literally anything. Because what somebody I'm is. What I'm getting at the point of saying this is that whenever that man retires, whatever, the one that hands-on treating me, training me, and let's say... So I'm going to remember exactly how to do everything the way that he did it, you know what I mean? But let's say something in the process changes. And I don't really understand the process, so I don't understand the same design. That's that's the problem. Yeah. You need to have the overall intelligence for the whole 
train Okay, you know, right, man. To, to really be able to actually, but see, that's just not, that's just not how it is anymore, man. People literally, like, I could, I don't know how to make Catholics, man, but I know how to make Catholics without it. You know what I mean? Right. That's 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 almost how they want you to learn, man. And so the way that we've been trained, because there's such a abundance of people. Right. So if you go back to like primitive societies, they didn't have the luxury of having geologists and scientists and mathematicians. Everybody did everything. Yeah. Everybody was hunters and gatherers and there was no special trades for anybody at that moment until you reached a certain civilization, a certain structure for for Right. There has to be a certain progress in society for people to transition from hunter-gatherers to there being blacksmiths and storekeepers. And, well, and, yeah, I feel like the first step is obviously just the use of tools. And then yeah. once you get frustrated with those tools, like monkeys are in the process, man. They're using sticks and things like that. One day, monkeys can be like, man, this fucking stick keeps breaking. Let me go grab the big stick and put something on it. Yeah, some, some monkey's going to figure it out and pass that down to generations. But uh, Honestly, I don't see why people don't even hear a little bit. I know we should even act on all but like, dude, Fucking so get monkeys hammer tops and, and bottoms that fit together and show them one time and just, you know, see what happens. And, and if it works, then fucking give it to them. But you put them in the stone age, you know. Don't, don't fuck around. Damn, dude. You blew my mind because, you know that, you know that thought that, well, well, have you seen the orangutans that's starting to use spears to, to fish? There's orangutans that's using spears to fish and they mimicked the tribe that's nearby on the river. They've seen the tribe doing the people doing them, and so they started copying it, and scientists marked this down, and it was a huge, crazy discovery, and that was, like, one of the things that say uh, the apes are entering, you know, the tool age, the stone age, where they're using rocks to bust open nuts, and, and they're not just... What an interesting thing to do from a god. Like, I've been trying to look at things and not saying that I can at all, but I, I can attempt to look at things from, like, a godly perspective, and mm-hmm. it's what an interesting thing to do to people. Like, here, I'm going to show them that... You know, you really do change over time, and I'm gonna basically place them on on the same planet as themselves, but just the fucking hundred million years prior version of them, and just let them, you know, just understand that you, you can't evolve. And, you know what I mean? It's so yeah, dude, that's like, crazy. Well, the, what what you were just saying a second ago is like I don't see why people don't intervene and try to push them forward. That blew my mind because there's an alien theory that. There's no such thing as aliens, right? We're, it's humans are the are the main consciousness in this universe as far as physical uh, I mean, dude, carbon dude, beings. So the aliens. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm just. Well, this is a theory that I've taken from some. I, I, I wish I could pinpoint the exact okay, place I heard okay. it, but. Yeah, I could definitely, I'm sure it's a strong theory. I'm but he's saying. Sure. But they were saying that uh, you know they. But they were saying that uh, instead of there being aliens, it's just people from the future or from a very long time ago, basically, looking, looking at primitive humans. Perhaps the other species of humans. Right, right. Like the, future, the future human that had already been and learned it all were looking back on us like we do on apes. They don't know that we're related or anything, but they're looking at... Maybe they watch us. I'm sure, I'm sure if that was true, they would watch everything that we do in a lot of different ways. But that would be one of the aspects of like how do they treat the apes? How should we treat them? Well, that's a big that's a big thing about ancient aliens. That TV show is they're saying that all this ancient Egyptian and all this ancient architect and stuff, all these crazy machines that existed back in the day, they didn't. These weren't apes that just discovered the Stone Age and gradually increased. They're thinking that something intervened and gave us advanced technology. 
Well, how they did them, man. I mean, I mean, they logically came up with how they did it, but it's actually the Sphinx. The pyramids are understandable. Around the time that the pyramids were being built, we can we can kind of explain how they did it. But yeah, the Sphinx. Like rolling the big blocks on the logs and carrying them with elephants up the hill, dude. And, and, and also just, just the fact that like, how do you take it and fucking lift it that high? They did, that's dude. Crazy. That's what the part of the explanation is. From the top of the pyramid, they built like a 37 mile interstate ramp from the top of the pyramid, about as flat as they could get it, going all the way down to the ground. It extended off the pyramid very far. It was a huge road that went from the top of the pyramid at a slight down angle all the way for like 37 miles. So the incline was flat enough to walk up with ease. So they were, they, they built this whole road. They built a whole road to build the pyramids basically. And they would, have elephants lined up with uh, big straps and logs and they would put the brick on the log and they would make the elephant walk and as the elephant walked they would grab the back log and put it in the front and on this slight incline it wasn't that difficult but it was the actual construction of that that's that ramp that helped them do all that but everybody wondered because current scaffolding and skyscraper building involves 90 degree lifts and pulleys and they didn't have that right. then I will say, hey, just a quick thing. I'm on 3%, so if I just randomly blip out, that's what happened. My phone died. Oh, I got you, bro. Uh, but, dude, that's just crazy. The Jews built the pyramids, bro. How crazy is that? God's people built one of the most wonders of the world. Like, the one of the human biggest... Like, if we sent a picture of our buildings to space, I would hope we send the Eiffel Tower, the fucking Empire State Building, the pyramids... The bridges, like our greatest architect, is definitely got the pyramids in it. <laughs> oh yeah, no doubt, man. Some of the bridges and pyramids. Maybe there's some of the stuff in um. Yeah, yeah, this huge man-made lake and shit. That's just pretty cool. And uh, I agree, man. The is fucking insane. I forgot how we got on this topic. Dude. We kind of run off on things a lot. <laughs> yeah, we definitely do, man. I gotta. Uh... I gotta get through this book, man. I can't, I can't focus on anything else. Like I'm at work reading this book. I wanna uh, read that Russ book or either that other book you recommended. But I gotta get through this damn life book real quick. <laughs> nah, I feel you, man. No, I had to get through a couple of things. Everything, everything I started reading so far. Like once I really got into it, it's like, all right, man, this is all I'm doing until it's done. <laughs> yeah, and I'm telling you, man, that damn life book. This book is long. I've just started, man. Seven hours. Seven hours, man. I I don't know how your listening schedule is, but I was I was trying to stay away from long books and shit like that in the beginning. Like I was looking for the two hour reads, like The Alchemist, or the three hour reads, like The Alchemist. And uh, I don't know. Now after listening to this book, I think I'm gonna start gunning for longer books, man. Just because I got eight hour workday and probably six of them I got headphones in, you know. Yeah, so I think you read too fast, though, man. Like that, that Alchemist book took me like a week. Because I kept reversing, I kept reversing. I took everything I could out of that book, man. Well, I mean, I take a lot of notes, man. I mean, I probably I read the Alchemist four times in the, in the amount of time that I like, actually read it through one time. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, you know, everybody's different, man. But like, I, it's gonna take me a very long time to finish this seven-hour book. You know what I mean? It's gonna take me. probably it's probably. If I can tell it's a deep book, just based off the little bit that I've read so far. 
and I'm gonna soak it in. You know what I mean? I don't want to just like have these words flying by my ear and not and not just like sweeping it. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. Yeah, man, I try to, I, I mean, I pause a lot and write, man, I got p paragraphs on this book of my own interpretation. I don't have time for that, so I'm literally, like, just reversing, so that way I can actually even hear it. Like, oftentimes here, it's hard to even focus on it at all. Right? Oh, I, yeah, I get you, man. You, you're kind of in a upbeat pace. Like, if I, if I hear something that caught my attention, or if I didn't hear something, I, I can immediately reverse it or go write some notes down on it. But I mean, this this bar this book is so so much information and so long that it probably you're probably right on the fact that I'm reading it too fast, man. It's impacted me so much with the with how fast I'm reading through it that I probably should slow down and it would it would be a fucking yeah, soak for an hour, man. You know what I mean? That's something I would have to do. Like, yeah, man. I need to go back and dwell on these chapters. Yeah, a chapter. Take a chapter. Like I would read not a chapter a day. You can handle like four, but don't read twelve. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, this book has only got 12... I mean, it's a 15-hour read, and the chapters are long as shit. Oh, yeah, so chapter a day, man. Right? That's enough to sit on and learn from all day. You'll, you'll pull different lessons from it all day. Yeah, man, well, dude, these are kill... Man, honestly... Maybe you should read it through once fast just so like, you can get over it, you know what I mean? And then go back and read it slow. Yeah, dude, I want to fucking... I got to get in some type of little... Quora group or some book club that's read this fucking book before, man. I got I got to hear other people's take on it, man, because there's so much in it that if you didn't connect with the first thing he was talking about, you'll definitely connect with the second. And if you were, you know, drifting off in your own thoughts while listening on the second thought, then he's got a third fucking example for you, bro. And like, I don't know, it's really good. He does your experience, his experience, the world's experience, a history perspective, a science perspective, and then the perspective, the conclusion. It's fucking, it's golden, man. And like, all the rules are like simple shit, too, that you already know. And then he just breaks it down. Crazy, man. It's crazy. I got you, man. Sorry, I got to go back there for a second, man. Are you good, man? I'll let you go. I know your phone's about to die and shit, and I was only trying to call you to get a quick congratulations from somebody without a damn whole montage, but I enjoy talking to you, so it's not a problem. Oh, yeah, man. Congratulations again, man. Thanks, homie. I mean to say it like louder and more amp, but you know what I'm saying? I'm having a little business right now. Later on, I will definitely give you the This nigga go call me for the two seconds. My dog! <laughs> Hell yeah. Alright, man. Well, I'll let you get to it. I'm about to go hit this peak. Oh, man. I gotta stop by. Yeah, dude. You man, should. Let me stop by after work today. Alright. Alright. Where are you? I mean, how, how long? Uh, probably, I'll probably get off around 7 and then I'll get there around 8. Oh, alright. Is that cool? Yeah, man. Just give me a call uh, before you head this way. Alright, big day. Alright, man. Till next time, man. <laughs>